The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. This sounds like a puzzle to me. And if life were a puzzle, then the missing piece of that puzzle is to choose life and to choose life is to choose joy. That's the missing piece of the puzzle. We got to choose life and you cannot choose life without choosing joy. Hmm? Understand what a puzzle is. You know, when you present it with, with a problem or situation that is difficult to understand or difficult to solve, maybe that problem or situation baffles you or confuses your mind. That's a puzzle. And there's a lot of puzzling things. And we need to confront them. And not just sweep these things under the rugs and get over-religious. Why would the Lord tell me to rejoice always? Why would the Lord tell me to rejoice in the Lord when he knows that every day is not a holiday? Not in life, it isn't. Joy is choosing life. I have set before you life and death, but the choice is yours. Choose life that you and your descendants may live. To choose life is to choose joy. So what am I saying? Joy is choosing life and blessing. You're choosing life and blessing over cursing and death. Everything in our life in Christ is about life. It's about life. Remember John chapter 4, chapter 14, the gospel of John. Remember Jesus was telling his disciples, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am there, you may be also. Thomas said to him, we don't know where you're going. And how will we know the way? Jesus had already told him, you know where I'm going and you know the way. But I suppose Thomas scratched his head and said, how do we know where you're going? How do we know the way? Jesus said to Thomas, I am the, the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Jesus clearly said, when you choose life, you choose him, and to choose him is to choose life because he is the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the life. Then in John, remember John 10, chapter 10, verse 10, he says, but the thief cometh, 
but for to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I am come, I am come, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So Jesus had taught his disciples many things during his ministry, but it was all about how to choose life, how to choose blessing. Then in John chapter 15, verse 11, he told his disciples, he sort of summed up the entire teaching experience, and he says, these things have I spoken unto you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. What things had he spoken unto them? He told them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He told them, the thief cometh but for to kill and to steal and destroy, but I am come that they might have life. So these things that I have spoken to you about life is so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. So many people during the last year of this pandemic, well, it's over a year now, but so many people have lost their joy. They have lost their joy and they're experiencing sadness and depression. I need you to hear me on this. Sadness and depression is a real problem not only with those outside of the kingdom, outside of the church, but even those that are in the church. People are sad. They're depressed. But the Lord says, choose life. We need to understand the danger behind being sad and depressed. It's a common thing right now to read in the newspaper or even listen to in the news about somebody who was so sad, so depressed, they, they regressed to the point of taking their own lives. God help us today. What a sadness. What is depression? They're really like cousins. You see, sadness... It's circumstantial. Sadness is reactionary. In other words, you react to a circumstance, you react to a situation, and it makes you sad. Sadness is only temporary, thank God. It's only temporary. Sadness has a way of changing your mood. But look out for depression. Depression will change your life. Depression is more of a long-term type of sadness or depth of sadness. Depression is considered a mental illness. So when you're sad, you can be reminded of the words of Jesus and begin to find joy in your journey. But when you're depressed, you need a deliverance. You need a deliverance, a healing touch from God, lest you also fall into mental illness. We need to understand the progression. Being sad, didn't never take that for granted. God wants us to have joy. 
You see, sadness leads to depression. Depression leads to loneliness. And loneliness has led many people to entertain thoughts of suicide. It leads to suicidal thoughts. Hmm? But sadness, depression, loneliness, those suicidal thoughts that some have had, these are the path to death, spiritual death and physical death. But the fruit of the Spirit is joy, Galatians 5.22 tells us. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. Now, whose spirit was Paul referring to? Whose spirit was he talking about? When Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is joy, he is saying that the fruit of the life of God is joy. The same one who promised to give us life. The same one who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The same one that says, I am come to give you life. The fruit of that life is joy. It's joy. But the fruit of the Spirit is, Galatians 5.22 tells us, is love, joy, and peace. Choosing joy is a life-death decision. You know, the decision is yours. There's a lot to be sad about if you want to fo focus on sadness. If you want to focus on the problem, the situation, the circumstance. There's a lot to be sad about. But there's even much more to be joyful about because of the promise of God. Spiritually speaking. Spiritually speaking. You know, another definition of suicide is choosing not to live with joy. I want you to think about that. If you have made a choice not to live with joy, then you have made a choice to commit spiritual suicide. That's what Israel did. Huh? Israel made a choice not to live with joy when things got rough for them out in the wilderness. Huh? They chose to be safe. When they face adverse circumstances, temptation in the wilderness, because of the thirst, because of the hunger, because of giants in the land, they decided that they were going to commit spiritual suicide by planet safe. How were they planet safe? They wanted to return to Egypt. All of a sudden, Egypt wasn't so bad after all, huh? So they were seeking security rather than seeking the will of God. Remember they said in Numbers chapter 11, verse 25, verse 5 rather, Numbers 11, verse 5, says we remember the fish we did eat in Egypt. The cucumbers, the melons, the onions, the leek and the garlic. But they forgot that they were in bondage. They forgot they were slaves. They were committing spiritual suicide because in the face 
of adverse circumstances, in the face of temptation, in the face of trial, they chose to commit spiritual suicide. Hmm? They wanted to choose the familiar and that which is predictable. So many of us are like that too. You're going through a little thing here, a little thing there. And the first thing we want to do is find out how we can play it safe. You see, there's no faith without taking a risk. There is no faith without taking a risk. So we want to play it safe. We want to seek security rather than the will of God. The will of God was for Israel to go into the promised land, to the, the land of Canaan. But they lost their joy. Because they lost that joy, that first generation of the Israelites, they all fell dead. They all died in the wilderness except for Caleb and Joshua. Caleb and Joshua didn't lose their joy. They didn't want to play it safe. They wanted to act in faith. They didn't want to choose security of Egypt, a false security, over doing the will of God. They didn't want to do that which was familiar and predictable. We just need the joy of the Lord. We just need joy on our journey. And when we find that our experiences become so puzzling, so puzzling, just don't make any sense to us. We can't understand it. Can't reconcile everything that's happening. Then just know that the missing piece of the puzzle is that you need the joy of the Lord. That's the missing piece of the puzzle. Joy is the path of life. God wants us to choose life. And joy is that path of life. Pastor Jamie read from Psalm 16, verse 11, at the opening of this service. Psalm 16, verse 11 says, For you will show me the path of life. For in your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pledges forevermore. Please understand what the psalmist said. He says, oh God, you will show me the path. Not the path to life, but the path of life. We need to understand the difference between the path of life versus the path to life. God did not give us a path to life. You see, when you have a path to anything, that's entrance. God's given us more than interest. He's given us the path of life, and the path of life is possession. And David said, in your presence, there's fullness of joy, and at your right hand, there are pledges forevermore. The path of life is the joy of the Lord. The path of the life is joy in the presence of Almighty God. It is the path from spiritual death to spiritual life. It is the joy that God gives us for the journey. And if your journey has been bumpy, if your journey has been rough, if your journey, journey has had many pitfalls, then the missing piece is the joy of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 tells us that even when we were dead in our trespasses, when we were dead in our sins, and our trespasses. You remember that? You remember you haven't always been 
who you are and where you are. But even when we were dead, just spiritually dead in our sins and our trespasses, he raised us up with Christ. He raised us up together with Christ. He made us alive with Christ. When Christ got up out of the grave, bless God, he got up out of the grave that you and I may have life and the joy of the Lord. So we were made alive with Christ. And then we were raised together with him. And then we were set with him in heavenly places. There is no sadness in heavenly places. There's no depression in heavenly places. I know the difficulty that we can face when we suffer a disappointment of some kind or another, when we suffer a loss. Yes, it hurts in the flesh. It hurts the human heart. But thank God we are more than men and women of flesh and blood. But we are spirit beings, and God is a spirit, and the fruit of that spirit is joy. So thank God we have the joy of the Lord. So God has revealed to us the answer. He's revealed to us that path, that path from spiritual death to life. Now remember before you got saved, you... you you championed sadness. You wrote the book on depression before you got saved. But that's not you anymore. God has revealed to us the path from that spiritual death of yesterday to the path of spiritual life we now enjoy today. Huh? What is that? How can God put us on a path of spiritual Life from spiritual death. How does God do that? Well, I told you last week how God does that. He does it through forgiveness and reconciliation. Forgiveness and reconciliation. You are forgiven. You have been reconciled to the Father by Jesus Christ. And because you're forgiven, because you've been reconciled, the Father has set us on a path of joy. We're on a path of joy, and that's the missing piece of the puzzle. That's the missing piece of the puzzle. Remember Jesus told the parable in Luke chapter 15, probably beginning around verse 8. He asked his disciples this question in this parable, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. He asked his disciples, what woman? having 10 silver coins and loses one does not light a lamp and begin to sweep the house and diligently search for that lost silver coin. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors and she says to them, rejoice with me for that silver coin that I lost, I have found then Jesus went on to say, likewise, I say unto you, that in the presence of the angels of God, there is rejoicing over that one sinner that repents. 
I am telling you, we are like that woman that's been given 10 silver pieces. And because one is lost, that woman didn't get sad. That woman didn't get depressed because one piece was lost. That woman decided, I'm going to light a lamp. And I'm telling you, it's time to light a lamp. We light a lamp when we get into the word of God and we take God at his word. We stand on that word for the word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We need to light a lamp. You light a lamp and you begin to sweep the house. Begin to sweep the things out of you that God didn't put in you. God didn't give you sadness. God didn't give you depression. He didn't give you loneliness. Sweep those things out of you. And find that missing piece of the puzzle. Find that lost silver coin. That lost silver coin was a missing piece of the puzzle. And when you find that missing piece, you have found your joy. And you're ready to tell everybody, your friends and your neighbors, rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. For that which I lost, I have found I have found joy is the missing piece of the puzzle. Joy is the missing piece. Stuff's going to happen in life. Stuff does happen in life. But don't let it steal your joy. Don't let it steal your joy. And in closing, let me say this. On this journey... We need joy for the journey. Joy is like the fuel that, that keeps our engines, our spiritual engines, moving forward. And if you ever feel like something doesn't make sense, I don't understand why this happened to me. I can't solve this problem or this situation. If you ever get to that place where you're baffled in your mind, well, you're confused. What you need to do is take a step back and remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's the missing piece of your puzzle. So rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Always be instant and steadfast in prayer. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. For God has set before you a choice. And the choice is yours. The consequences of yours. God has set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Choose life. Choose life. To choose life is to choose joy. And when you have the joy of the Lord, you have a reality of the life of God. Father, thank you. Thank you for opening our eyes to help us to find the missing piece. Oh God, even in the midst of pain, the things that hurt us, the things that make us sad, try to depress us the things and the people that disappoint us the things we've lost and even loved ones we've lost help us not to be baffled
Help us not to be confused, but help us to find the missing piece. Help us to find the joy of the Lord. Give us joy for our journey. We thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for reconciliation. We thank you that we're no longer dead in our sins and our trespasses. We have been made alive together with Christ. We have been raised with him. We have been placed with him and we're seated with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Teach us to re-hope, to rejoice in hope in every situation. Every situation, help us never compromise for that which is safe. Help us never choose security over the will of God. Help us not to be complacent and settle for the familiar and the predictable, but help us to continue to walk by faith and not by sight, being filled with the joy of the Lord. God is a spirit. Joy is a spirit, a fruit of the spirit. And to have God in your life, your joy is already there. So appeal to the joy of the Lord that's already in you. And it'll help you overcome every difficult situation that you thought you didn't understand. It'll help you solve every problem you thought you couldn't solve. Appeal to the joy of the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, if you're listening to me today and you haven't made your peace with Almighty God, that's what it's all about. That's when your journey begins. When you make your peace with Almighty God and accept His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior, then God will set you on a path. He'll set you on a path of joy. Glory to God. So if you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead, you shall be saved. And the good news is, it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, how dark your life has been in the past, how vile of a person you may have been, for whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For whosoever. God loves you. He really does. And all he wants you to do is to choose life. How can you choose life without choosing the author of life? Choose the author of life first and foremost. Choose life that you and your descendants may live. Whatever decisions you make, beloved, remember now, it's not only going to affect you, but it's going to affect those around you. So if you make a decision today for life and the joy of the Lord, it'll bring life and joy to those you love. So be encouraged and remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And faith worketh by love. Walk in love and have faith in God. 
Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship, where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.